0: Back it up, back it up. Let's dump this truck. Back it up, back it up. Let's dump this truck. Seven a.m. Hello and welcome to Bad Romance. I'm Jordan Searles and I'm Bronwyn Isaac. And this week we are doing uh, a '90s throwback. We're going back to the '90s. Yeah, we're we're
1: going back to 1993.
0: Like this is like early 90s. This is
1: like deep early. Kurt Cobain was alive. <laughs> you know that that time of of the world.
0: Yeah, I don't know if we've done any 90 movies 90s movies recently, but this one just feels it feels very 90s. 90s. I was actually thinking it
1: while I was watching it. It felt 90s. I mean, the movie itself was different, but it felt 90s in a similar way to um, if Lucy fell. Yes. Uh, yes. Jessica yes. Parker. I yeah. agree. Um, Yeah. This we we did a 1993's Three of Hearts.
0: Yes, with this dream team of Billy Baldwin, Kelly Lynch, Sherilyn Finn, and Joe Penteliano. <laughs> yeah, I mean it's it's a it what is a, a dream team. What a cast!
1: It's it's a stacked cast, and they wear very 90s clothes, which.
0: I appreciate. Everyone is so nineties, and this was directed by Yurik Bogayevich. I Bogayevich. Yeah, uh, yes, yes. Let's go with that. Um,
1: <laughs> a, Sorry a, to anyone who feels culturally. Slandered by the way that we (laughs) attempted to pronounce that name.
0: Um. Uh, A Polish director still alive is 70 or 71, according to Wikipedia. I guess they couldn't figure out which one it was. Maybe, yeah, maybe he doesn't answer texts,
1: so they couldn't find out when, what month his birthday is. Yeah, he...
0: Directed a movie that has that had like Academy Award nominations called Anna in 1987. And the plot says the story of a Czech actress looking for work in New York City who sees her protege shine while she herself struggles. So I guess people were watching that in
1: 1987. I don't know. Yeah. And then he did three years after this, he did Exit in Red. Exit in red Which is a thriller drama Ooh (laughs) I wonder if it's erotic enough For you know (laughs) In the smut
0: (laughs) Oh yeah And if you miss In the smut We do too The last couple movies That we've watched for it Just didn't really feel Appropriate for the podcast But we're gonna watch Another one soon That will be actually There is one with a Baldwin that we could do, which is called Sliver. We should probably do that next. Yeah. Yeah. That's because we can talk talk more about the Baldwin. We can talk
1: about... yeah, we're still going to talk about the people having sex with cars one, right? Crash.
0: Yes, but I feel like we might have to watch it again. <laughs> oh, it's fresh in my brain. <laughs> it's fresh. You're still thinking about Crash? Absolutely. <laughs> yes, we watched David Cronenberg's Crash. And no, we like for that one, it's actually good. <laughs> so. I stand yeah. by that, that it's good. No,
1: it's good, but it has, like, a lot to talk about. Yes. Mostly yeah. just people being aroused by car crashes. Like, there's a lot to dive into it's there. It's a really <laughs> sexy movie. Um, This movie, not that sexy,
0: Three of Hearts. No, there's a
1: lot of sexy people in it, Um, but it's not like super sexy.
0: Sherilyn Finn is a really interesting person because she was in a lot of movies that are considered to be bad. Like she's one of those actresses that is known for being on Twin Peaks and being in a bunch of bad movies. And I noticed that with a lot of actresses from Twin Peaks where it just kind of seems like, Movies don't Like there's something about She has a very like like, like
1: Within the style of David Lynch And like Twin Peaks Like they Like they Kind of shined Within that sort of style But in like More Um For lack of more eloquence Like straightforward movies Yeah It it doesn't Yeah
0: Yeah And the, the thing Like Sherilyn Fenn Has like You know One of those faces That like One of those classic Hollywood faces And I feel like no one really knew what to do with a face like yeah, that. She's very striking.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Um, And so she, yeah, this, this movie, I mean, it's interesting cause this movie doesn't paint her. I mean, she is like desired and that like the whole plot is like, you know, trying to get her back and all of that, but she's not treated like a sex object, even though she's,
0: She's treated like an object. Though. She's treated
1: like a prize by she. I, in my opinion, she's treated like a prize by um, Connie Kelly Lynch's character. Yeah, and then obviously William Billy Baldwin is like. He, well, we'll get into the plot in a minute, but like he's also doing that because it's his job. But I don't feel like the movie is trying to gaze at her in that way, even though
0: that's the plot. Interesting. Whereas, Interesting. So, uh.
1: Whereas I feel like in other other movies, it's very obvious that she's just like supposed to be like super smoldering and everyone's like into her.
0: Mm. And we actually previously did a movie with her. Yeah. The the uh, white power one. Uh, two Moon Junction. That's that's on our In the Smut podcast.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah very uh, antebellum vibes. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And I'm um, Kelly Lynch. This is Kelly Lynch's. She's on the podcast for the first time she was an actress that was like mostly really big in the 80s she was in bright lights big city cocktail roadhouse drugstore cowboy like a lot of like really interesting 80s films and then around in the 90s is kind of when she started doing like more kind of like mainstream stuff like this like <laughs> i guess this is mainstream stuff. yeah it is yeah, this is mainstream. Yeah,
1: it's not like blockbuster, but it's like mainstream.
0: I mean, I guess Roadhouse was a. I mean, Roadhouse, I feel like is a big deal in hindsight. Like I don't yeah, know how Roadhouse, popular I feel Roadhouse, like Roadhouse was. would be one of the bigger ones now. Yeah, yeah. Um, but like dr- I remember seeing her in Drugstore drugstore cowboy and that's probably the first time i saw her in a movie and and she's great in it i've still never seen cocktail which i feel like we should every single time i look at the poster just like tom cruise just at the bar being
1: tom cruise (laughs) just Just like wow
0: (laughs) and uh and we have billy baldwin here um, he is also in Sliver, so we will be t- he. So we will be talking about him again very soon. But he was in the if you mix the he's, Baldwin's up, he's the one that was in Flatliners, Backdraft, Sliver, Virus, and m- in my favorite performance, The Squid and the Whale. I think that that's my favorite <laughs> Billy Baldwin yeah. performance. Yeah, and we were
1: saying before we started recording that like Billy's like the least problematic of yeah. the Baldwin's. He like is. he doesn't feel rapey. He's not like a, you know, culty Republican. He's just kind of like got those eyebrows, yeah. you know? Yeah. And like does the sex face with the eyebrows and I'm, I'm, I'm here for it. I'm cool with it. You could yeah. do the sex things with the eyebrows. Yeah. I, especially in this movie. I, I am attracted to him.
0: <laughs> I figured you would be. Uh, What does that mean? I mean, like, you have a type. I have a type? What's my type? It's more like a vibe. Okay. I wanna hear it. I don't, any,
1: <laughs> I don't You know, you just said that with such authority. I wanna know I now. that. We've talked about this before. <laughs> no, you've you've made like hints at it where you're like, Yeah, that makes sense. But I don't know what you're
0: talking about. <laughs> I don't know. Like he's just like kind of just like like broody kind of like skinny <laughs> he's got like long hair broody oh my gosh that i do
1: like broody <laughs> broody is definitely a thing
0: uh, yes. but yeah, and we we open out the gaze on him in this opening scene where he's in the bathtub on yes. the phone like so subdu- like doing I thought he was like a like a phone sex. Per- is, I think he is a phone sex. Well, he does phone sex and he seems to be like like do like more hands on sex work, too. I mean, he's yeah, he's a full full on yeah but he's like uh seducing this woman and just like telling her what to do with ice cubes and like he's like in the bath and like just like chilling in the bath with the phone i can't imagine having a phone in the bathtub now but he just yeah i know i was like bath. like the i
1: i was fully anxious about him getting Electrocuted in the first scene I was like (laughs) how dramatic is this gonna start (laughs) But yeah he's just like telling her What to do and she's like completely getting There and that's that's how we meet Him and that really does set the tone for His character um yeah he's A male escort and we We see him consistently with one of his Clients who's an older Rich woman um Uh Ann Ryerson Um And, uh, yeah, so, so we, we meet him and we're like, okay, so he's a sex worker, Cool. Mm -hmm. And then we meet, we meet, uh, Kelly and, uh, Sherilyn and they are breaking up.
0: This breakup (laughs) is a breakup that I 100% thought was like in like a television show. Like it just did not seem like they were saying the lines and I just didn't believe it. Like, I just didn't believe it. Did you believe this breakup? No, it was so dramatic. It like, was so emotional. They were just like in Washington Square Park, and just yeah. going for and it. Kelly, <laughs>
1: Kelly Lynch's character is just like yelling. She's like, "My girlfriend needs space." She tells me she needs space, so everybody make sure to give her space. Oh my just god! Make sure you give my girlfriend space. Sp- and of course, <laughs> because it's like set in New York, no one's paying attention because they're all just like, "We have to go to work." But
0: yeah, <laughs> they're like, time for that. I swear <laughs> she's being so dramatic in Washington Square Park. Like anyone gives. The shit About what anyone else is doing in Washington Square Park. I've never gone there and been like, "Oh, let me go see what other people are doing." No, I'm there for my own
1: shit. Yeah, and it's such a busy park. There's always somebody who's loud who seems like they want attention. You know, it's it's very easy to ignore. So, I mean, it's obvious that it's obvious that Kelly Lynch is doing that because she wants Sherilyn Fenn to like. She wants Sherilyn Fenn's attention, you know, and she was just told that that that. They need to take space. or uh, And so she's, like, basically trying to manipulate her. And that sets the tone for their relationship in, in the movie. Is Kelly not respecting Sherilyn's boundaries? Um, Yeah, I mean, Sher- Sherilyn's like, I just, you know, we just need to... She's like, stop. Like, you know, stop yelling. We just need to take space. And we never really... We never actually see their relationship. Like, we don't yeah, know I what have no their idea relationship what is they were like. like. Well, we
0: see these, like... Li- Kelly Lynch, like throughout the film, is watching these videos of Sherilyn. But is she in, is is Kelly Lynch in the videos or is she just did she just like taste? she's she's in the videos? Okay, well, At yeah. first there's
1: like shots of just Sherilyn, like just slowly talking you know and like being sexy and then and then there's like shots of both of them and i'm like okay i mean i guess people take videos of themselves it's there not like sex so tapes. much
0: there's so much fucking footage but though. it's just weird to imagine like setting
1: up your camera and being like let's just like talk and like we'll just have this yeah
0: i never could understand <laughs> that like i see this in like old movies and stuff where people are, like, having all these, like, intimate moments in front of a camera. And I'm just like, when? We don't even do that now. I know.
1: I think I <laughs> think it's almost, like, the camcorder era when, like, those were, like, the, they felt new and exciting. People took home movies. And now that we have social media, on one hand, we broadcast way more. But on the other hand, like, certain moments are almost more private. Yeah. Like, we don't need to document them because we're like, well, we have so much other documentation.
0: Right. Yeah. It's, yeah. yeah. I don't know. The, the tapes were they were really upsetting for me. Like I hated watching her watch the tapes and she wouldn't stop doing it. And it was so stalkerish. And I'm just like, why are you? Cause it, cause what it really seems like to me really is that Sherilyn Finn was, a, this is my narrative. Okay. She, she seduced Sherilyn Finn who was straight and like Sherilyn Finn, then like slowly realized, oh, I'm kind of into women. But like Kelly Lynch was like already like it's the trope of just like like the idea that like
1: uh, it definitely seems like Kelly Lynch is only into women. Yeah, yeah, like yeah, and like
0: Sherilyn Finn is not like I think Sherilyn found out that into. Yeah, Finn I think Kelly is supposed to be into
1: Sherilyn's
0: women. first woman. Yeah. Like they yeah. never
1: clarify that. That's not the point, but that definitely feels like the vibe.
0: Yeah, 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 and it's just <laughs> it's such like it's it's a trope like I like in like queer circles that I'm in like the idea like like we'll be hanging out and it'll be like oh no so and so is trying to chase straight girls again like yeah and it's just it's such an interesting it's such an interesting thing and also like before I came out I like somebody like chased me because they thought that I was straight and then I very much realized oh no I'm not. you're like
1: oh tight cool (laughs) thanks for chasing me (laughs) i mean because i had
0: always kind of thought that i wasn't straight but it was in that moment that i was just like oh no i'm not just talking shit like Like, i'm I'm down down." that's cool sweet
1: (laughs) yeah it is very much like that um like their roles even though we don't see their actual relationship feel very set you know like it's very much like Kelly is experienced.
0: Yeah, and she's okay. I just love, I just love how much work her bandana and leather jacket do in this movie. Oh my god, me too. To to like sell her as homosexual. I know they're like she's gay. (laughs) I'm like she's gay, gay. She wears bandana. They're like she's like actually gay. You know, like
1: (laughs) yeah. They're like she she's like pretty much not wearing makeup that's I mean I'm sure she's wearing makeup but you know Sherilyn's got like the whole makeup look you know very like femme and then they're like yeah well Kelly has a bandana and a leather jacket
0: and she puts <laughs> just, that shit on so all the time like when she's getting ready for that wedding she like she like gets dressed and she looks good and then she puts on the leather jacket I kept <laughs> like waiting for her
1: to put like a vest over the jacket I was like how <laughs> like how heavy handed do they need to be like and it's I I love it
0: though. I mean, she looks great. It's just so ridiculous. I, mean, like, I believe Kelly Lynch is a lesbian without that. Like, yeah, maybe, maybe the people who made the movie didn't. It's like, oh no, people aren't gonna know. We know they didn't. Yeah, they didn't. She's playing. She's playing it pretty well. Yeah,
1: they didn't. They really didn't need to do all that. And like, there's, yeah. So she she's
0: obviously she. I think she's a nurse right yeah i mean she like when i saw that she worked in a hospital i was just like girl like you got things to do and you're worried about this bitch like i know i don't I'm know like, pe- people that i know that work in hospitals like they're like they don't have time for drama they're like way more no nonsense than she is she has all this time for nonsense i know i'm
1: like <laughs> it's like they show her in a hospital but then she also seems to always inexplicably be at home watching home videos of of her and Sherilyn. but basically she she um you know gets invited she's going to a wedding but now you know she's going through this breakup um and so she ends up hiring um billy baldwin to go with her you literally
0: know? the plot of the wedding date is like hiring like a sex worker to impress someone else <laughs> like yes. except that like it's instead of like it's like an ex-girlfriend. So it's like, oh yeah, I'm going to bring a man. <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, I thought that that was funny given the
1: fact that her character is portrayed to not be intimate at all cuz I'm like you know that she's why not going to fall for that. Cuz they're going man? to be at the same wedding. Sorry, I should have mentioned that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> they're going to the same wedding. And so it's like how is that going to prove anything to her?
0: Wait, was like, Sherilyn Finn at that wedding? I wonder if it was just her parents. I think it was just her parents. I thought I saw her like outside the church. Hmm, I don't know. Oops. Sorry. I mean, sorry listeners if I'm wrong. I'm It's <laughs> like I know cuz like it was a thing where she wanted to come out to her family at this wedding yeah and which, when Sherilyn Fenn like broke up with her it meant that she couldn't come to the wedding and so she just like brings this man I mean later it gets more elaborate but I think she brings the man she's talking to her friend at the hospital this hot black man that we never see again I was really upset yeah he was beautiful um, she was just like, oh no, maybe I should take you. And he was like, you're going to take me to your wedding. You like, me. like your, like your, your white parents wouldn't like that. And like, they have a patient, they're both working with a patient and the patient's like agree like nodding his head and shaking his head. And I'm like, like part how of does the, the parent conversation- know?
1: Like, how does the patient <laughs> like know about her parents? Like, <laughs> like, like how close are they all? Like, where are the boundaries emotionally? I mean, I'm into it. Like I'm into their like openness, but what? <laughs> like,
0: um yeah and then the patient's like why don't you rent a guy (laughs) yeah (laughs) and then
1: and i mean i i kind of i love that the patient at the hospital is just
0: like i know a guy i know a guy well i mean i can totally see him knowing joe pantoliano who is like playing a pimp in this movie but like just the dynamic of seeing a white man pimping another white man was so fascinating to me that I could have watched an entire movie about oh, it. Oh, yeah.
1: No, I was like, there, there <laughs> were a lot of elements of this movie that could have been their own movies. Um, w- Yeah.
0: But, which, like, their entire, like, drama, there's, like, a weird, like, are they friends or do they just think that they're friends or are they just kidding themselves? Like, it's so interesting because, like... It's very hard to tell from moment to moment whether or not they're friends, but it kind of seems like where it kind of leaves off as is that Billy Baldwin likes to make Joe Pantoliano feel like they're friends because that's his boss, but he yes. doesn't actually like him.
1: Yeah, I think like at the end of the movie, it's pretty clear that they are they never were friends because, I mean, Joe Pantoliano's character is pretty verbally abusive and shitty, but during most of it like they're they're both playing a game yeah well because like he was like oh you're good at your job you know and 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 billy is and billy's just like yeah i am you know so they don't really have a reason to fight
0: yeah it's a really interesting um abusive dynamic there because like joe is constantly just like i've done so much for you I pulled you out of the gutter. Like and when they argue, it's like, you know, I made you who you are. I'm the one that cleaned you up and like sent you uptown to these so the, these rich white women could fuck you and like you should be, you know, appreciate it. Like and it's just like I just this is an abusive friendship. Like wow, yeah. this is an abusive friendship, an abusive workplace. And I just spent so much time just like I'm so concerned about Billy Baldwin. I want him to be free. I know, me too.
1: And like he's and and his the the only client that we see besides kelly is this older woman who at first like it seems fine it's like okay like she's his regular client yeah and you know they have a whole thing but it becomes increasingly clear that she she is very i mean she's paying him but she's also very entitled and she ends up being verbally abusive too and his own you. She uses that phrase at one point.
0: Oh, my God. Yeah, She's like, I own you just, for the night. Everybody's still so mean. And it's also so funny that Billy Baldwin is basically playing poor in this movie, considering that he's part of a very rich family. Yeah, it like is a, really like interesting. A, a famously rich
1: family. Yeah, seeing him play, like, a poor sex worker. Yeah. Um, and he, but, but I mean, he's but, good. He, but he does a good job. Yeah, like, I, no, believe I believed it. him. Like you know, I I really believed it, and it felt like he took his character seriously. And so basically, after after he goes to the wedding with Kelly, his apartment is completely fucked up because um, he like there's, there's some an ex con who yeah. thinks that he ratted him out to the cops, but he didn't. I don't really think that that plot line needed to be there. It didn't no. really add anything to me. Honestly, for me, it was just kind of confusing and distracting. <laughs> from yeah, the, like, because I just kept,
0: emotional plot line. Because I kept on wondering like what this was about and I was if like, it would ever fully be explained. It's really never clear yeah. like,
1: what the ex-con like, got ratted out on. And it doesn't really matter because it doesn't really add anything. But that's, that is an element that basically forces basically Kelly sees how messed up his apartment is and there's like blood on the walls. And she's like, Oh my gosh, why don't you come stay at my place? And then when they go back to her place, she ends up opening up and she's like, you know, me and my, my girlfriend just broke up with me and like, just like how sad she is. And then they hatch this plan that she'll hire him to make Sherilyn fall in love with him and then break her heart so that she'll go back to Kelly, which is a (laughs) beautiful,
0: this is an abuser movie oh yeah (laughs) no it's totally this is just like oh so abusive i feel like this movie
1: is like women like this movie is like oh women can be abusers and men can be abused like yeah because it's like kelly's character is an abuser and then also uh billy baldwin's character gets abused by both men
0: and women and so it's just like yeah i feel like the only thing that could that really like makes him and Sherilyn finn work (laughs) is that they're that they're both like very wounded. Otherwise, I don't think that they have any chemistry. I did not sense it. No,
1: me neither. Like, and like, like Sherlyn Fen is like a, a teacher. Um, she's
0: a writing teacher, and she's a TA at like NYU or something like that. Yeah,
1: and it's like a it's like a poetry class. Yeah. It's very vague. Yeah. Um, but. So so he decides to take the class because that'll be a good way to, like, you know, get to know her and then, like, hatch, you know, make, make this plan happen. Um, and and of course, because Kelly is trying to get back with Sherilyn and because she's an abuser and she's manipulative, she's it's weird because she hires him. But then she's like jealous of him spending time with Sherilyn from the beginning. It's not even like after a while. It's like from the beginning. She's like. So how was class? And like weird. And he's just like, You're paying me. (laughs) Like, like, uh, and I think I think part of their deal also is he's staying at her place. So it's kind of like Yes, and
0: it's also weird. It's kind of like
1: this awkward thing where it's not like he's getting paid per hour. It's like, okay, you have to do this plan, but you can stay at my place. I was very curious about the economics of that. I was like, is she still actually paying him, or is he just staying for free at her place? And that's their deal.
0: Yeah, it's very unclear. Also very confusing. They have chemistry.
1: Yeah. <laughs> they yeah.
0: actually have chemistry. They, they
1: do have chemistry. And it's even, like, written in the... um, It's written in the, um, like, the description of the movie, which made me think when I first started watching it that that was going to be, like, kind of more decisive, you know? Like, that their chemistry was going to be really obvious, either as... Something that they were both going to land on, yeah, or um something that they were going to have to like work out and get past, but it felt like it hovered around.
0: Yeah, yeah, it just felt it was so interesting. Was like, yeah, because they really worked, and like there were scenes where they're just like playing around. Like, there's a scene where like he pretends to seduce her, <laughs> where he's yeah, just, like- and it's interesting because
1: she's not like. Like in that scene, like it it feels believable in the sense that he's just like um, he, he's very like, oh, you know, I feel like I've known you a long time. And like there's just like something about you and like your energy and like just the way that we talk. Like, I just feel so connected. And you do believe him. You're like, OK, yeah. yeah. And then she's like, oh, thank you. And you can tell that she's kind of like blushing. But she's also it's not that she's trying to get with him romantically it's just like they have this emotional connection and then he's like oh see just kidding like that's how i get women you know like that's that's how good i am at my job but even when he reveals that he's kidding you can tell you're like yeah no but they're very comfortable with each other that is real um yeah yeah. I mean, I think that they they have like a very good friendship chemistry and no there's no other relationship in this movie that has that level of chemistry.
0: Yeah, I agree.
1: Including Kelly and Sherilyn. Like, I don't think they have chemistry either.
0: Nope. It Like, it just seems like somebody was just like, put a butch and a femme together. And that's a relationship, you know, and it's such a weird and you can tell. <laughs> I feel like the people who wrote this had to be straight. Like, I can't be sure also one of the writers on this movie was kelly lynch's husband (laughs) oh boy
1: (laughs) do we need to unpack that so like so
0: like that he's like that'll be hot so that would mean (laughs) that at least one person is like well, I mean, not straight. Maybe he's bisexual. I don't know. I feel like nobody thought about like how the lesbian thing worked.
1: Yeah, they were just like, oh well. I mean, I think it's kind of to me how it felt was, it was kind of like the lesbian version of like when um in a script there's like colorblind casting and it's like the concept of it is nice, but it doesn't take into account like like, the differences that people have based on, like, race. But I feel like it's that, except with a lesbian couple instead of a straight couple, where it's like, oh, well, yeah, there'll be a lesbian couple. And it's like, okay, but you're not, like... (laughs) 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 Yeah. (laughs) You're not, like, tapping into certain elements of this, like, do these people actually seem connected to each other?
0: Oh, you know what my favorite scene in this movie is? Uh, when... uh, when Billy Baldwin is going out with Kelly Lynch's friends and just like him and a bunch of lesbians, it reminded me of a bunch of scenes in chasing Amy. And I was just like, Oh my God, it's the straight man with the lesbians and the lesbians are telling him like who's gay. Like where they're just like naming people that are actually gay. J Edgar Hoover. And he's like, what? No way. Like I'm a sucker for that shit. Oh yeah. Yeah. That that was great. That was a really fun scene.
1: That yeah, was a really I, fun I scene. Wished,
0: it's so weird, though, because knowing that Kelly Lynch, like, has friends that are funny and cool and down to earth just makes me think that she just, like, avoided her friends through most of this charade because she knew that if she did talk to them, they'd tell her to stop doing it. Oh, they that. definitely <laughs> had the
1: vibe where they'd be like, what the fuck is wrong with you? <laughs>
0: like,
1: like, just, like, you're, like, like, heal heal up and then, like, get back out there.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's so Oh man, I missed those friends so much because she behaves so much like a bitch that doesn't have friends. And she does. So. Yeah, she does. And then
1: <laughs> and and the scene like the the scene with her friends feels believable. And so you're just it definitely seems like her character is somebody who when they're in a relationship isolates inside of the relationship. Um and even when she's out of it she's so fixated on getting back with it that she's not just out enjoying the people like, that she has in her know. life I
0: like I'd fuck one of my friends like they were hot I would- <laughs> yeah they were
1: they were hot but she's, <laughs> she's 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 like i mean she's got like a deep she's got like a deep obsession with charlin I, I don't even know if i would call it love it seems more like i mean i'm sure there's love in there but it was an infatuation. Yeah. In the way that she talks about her. I mean, it's very possessive and abusive.
0: Yeah. I feel like, so, yeah. It's, it's, it doesn't really, seem
1: like she has that ability to just like get outside of that.
0: Yeah. Uh, there's really not much to this movie. Just like a bunch of like a love story that doesn't really, several love stories that don't work. Yeah. Um. I mean, basically,
1: <laughs> like, like, of course, you know, Billy Baldwin does end up seducing sherilyn and it's like through writing poetry that like kelly ghost writes and so then <sighs> they end up going to lunch and talking about his work and then he like brings up his childhood and like sherilyn's like into it because like oh he's inside with he's in touch with his feminine side and he's like opening up and being emotionally vulnerable and i mean to be fair like i was attracted to him you know like okay i get it he but was a nice boy But it doesn't make the actual chemistry between them work. Yeah. Like, they they felt... I don't know. They just felt platonic to me. Yeah. Yeah. I just didn't feel like Sherilyn wanted to be with anyone in this movie.
0: <laughs> no, I don't. Think, I don't feel like she did. And I also feel like I feel
1: like she I mean, maybe I'm projecting too much, but I felt like she was just like tired in this movie. Like, just like, do I have to does do I have to be in love with like four people or do they have to be in love with me? <laughs> Can I just teach poetry?
0: Yeah, I, I don't know. Like, I I found myself like rewriting this movie while watching it. I just kept on thinking, what if? he just realized maybe what if he just realized that he needed a friend? What if he just had like two healthy, like female friendships and they like helped him get away from his pimp and like supported him while he like started like bussing tables or something. And it's just like, wow, it's just so nice to have nice supportive emotionally mature friends and then (laughs) they all lived happily ever after i just wanted them all to be friends i know (laughs) i know and like and i feel like they would be so good for each other as friends if they just like took sex off the table like all three of them they
1: would they would that's the thing is they do all connect like as people it's just like bringing the whole romance it's like yeah there's th- it's just not there.
0: no, it isn't there. And I mean, there's like this and if whole- it was
1: going to be there, it would feel the most there between Billy and Kelly, but she's not into him. And, you know, and he's yeah. not into her then that way either. So it's just like, yeah, we're supposed to I was very confused about whether the movie wants us to want the shenanigans to work. Like I, I was very interested in like what the movie wanted us to root for, like, yeah, it's me. You know what I'm saying? Like, because yeah. a lot of these movies make it very clear, like, who you're supposed to root for. And I was like, I can't tell if this movie wants me to want Kelly to get Sherilyn back, which is, you know, innately abusive, or like wants Billy and Cheryl to end up together, or like Sherilyn i like, do you like how I just shortened it? I <laughs> was like, sh- I can't keep saying Sherilyn. <laughs> it's too long.
0: <laughs> yeah. I mean, this is a movie that just like doesn't have a lot of focus, but I do think that it, you know, props to it for creating three interesting characters where I care about them. I did. I just don't want them to end up I with cared, each other. <laughs> like I cared about the characters and I enjoyed
1: watching the movie. I thought it was visually a very pleasant movie. Yeah. Um, and like we said, it is very nineties aesthetic. Um, I mean, basically, what happens is there's there's a scene where Billy has been called by his client, um, the older woman, and he he is done. He just he doesn't want to do this anymore, and so he tells her, and then she freaks out on him, and then he goes to meet with Sherilyn instead of sleeping with this older, moneyed woman, and then. Um, They run into Kelly because Kelly's spying on them. And then they still have, like, a good rest of the night. But Sherilyn, like, opens up to him about how she dated Kelly. And, of course, he has to pretend to be surprised and that he's not, you know, in cahoots with her. But then you can tell that he feels guilty about that because he's actually getting feelings for Sherilyn. Mm. And then, like, they're very, you know, like, flirty and they're talking about her hairdo. And they're just, you know, having all those, like starry eyed kind of exchanges and banter. And then basically she invites him over and he's like, Oh no, I have to go home. And she feels super slighted, which is understandable given their vibe. Like it's very much like, he's like, okay, I got to go now. Like all of a sudden. And it feels clear that he feels conflicted both about his job and where his life is. And then like getting into this like manipulative situation with this you know, ex couple. And then and, um, eventually he ends up getting beat up because he says that he doesn't want to be a sex worker anymore. And then, like, the ex con comes and beats him up. Yep. And so then he's in the hospital again. Like, I don't know why the ex con's there. Like, why does this matter? <laughs> so then he's in the hospital. And of course, Kelly's there. And then Sherilyn shows up because Kelly, like, calls her. And then Sherilyn's like, how the hell do you know him? And Kelly, like, tries to come clean, but it's such an insane thing to do that Sherilyn doesn't believe her at first. She's just like, what are you talking about? Like, shut up. I need to go see him. (laughs) She's basically like, oh, stop it. Like, you're not that bad. And then she goes in to see Billy, and he's, you know, he looks bad. Like, his face is all fucked up. And he corroborates it. So then Sherilyn's all upset. But it's just like, Sherilyn doesn't, like... (laughs) It's not it's not that Sherilyn doesn't do a good job of acting the script out or um or in that last scene acting like she's into Billy I just don't think that they have enough chemistry for her to be like rushing out on that level.
0: Yep. Yeah. Yep. And yeah, they and they break up and then it's like it really just ends with like kelly lynch and billy baldwin just like walking along it's like oh like and it's like this weird thing where it's like oh yeah i'm gonna mentor you on like how to get <laughs> my ex-girlfriend and i'm just sitting there just like no <laughs> yeah no let's not <laughs> it's like,
1: so messed up
0: like are like i can't believe that it's like still that shit at the end like it's wild to me <laughs> Yeah, it's so wild. That 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 it doesn't end with being like, wow, like we should just leave this woman alone.
1: No, yeah, <laughs> she's really upset like, her. Like literally the movie ends with like with like Kelly jokingly like wing-womaning Billy, like Kelly, yeah. basically being like, "Well, I guess you know I should move on, but now let's try to get you with her. How do we get her to forgive you?" <laughs> just I'm like, just, and that's like the end, like, <laughs> like you know, I just, and I just that the boys hanging out. Wild,
0: and <laughs> like that's such a wild way to end it. Because why would you let this happen? What like you have you like, learned nothing? No, also,
1: also, like I, I was like why hasn't Billy learned anything like after being having his boundaries disrespected and being mistreated? Why isn't he like reading the room on Sherilyn?
0: That is a great question. So many great questions, Bronwyn, but you're like an empathetic person. I'm sure that if you wrote this movie, you know, it would be like more thoughtful. (laughs) But like, yeah, I don't know, man. Like, I don't know if people think that this shit is I don't know if they thought that this shit was like funny it was or like deep
1: or quirky and or it's just like yeah. no,
0: like a lot of it's just like abuse. <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah, it's very much it very much fits into the like romantic comedy genre in the sense of like, oh, look at these shenanigans for love. And you're like, no, that's abuse. That's stalking. That's <laughs>
0: No, but it's, it's not for actually love. okay. But love, but it <laughs> yeah. can't be. It can't be bad. Love could love never is be a bad o- thing. Yeah, love never is is ever. Only pure.
1: Exactly. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> so I'm going to be controversial Ooh. and say that my antidote to this movie would be Chasing Amy, which is a movie that, like, recently people have just been like, oh, it's actually really shitty. Like, of the time, Chasing Amy is insensitive, but it's insensitive in a way where, like, the movie is about a bro who falls in love with a queer woman. So, like, in my opinion, like, the learning curve for that (laughs) is, like... Right. (laughs) So there's, like, a lot of, like... You know, they say a lot of shitty stuff. They use a lot of, like, slurs and stuff like that. And that's my only real warning about Chasing Amy. But I will say that, like... At the end of Chasing Amy, like, they learn, the men learn a lesson. Yeah. A lesson is learned. That's much
1: better than, yeah, <laughs> nobody seems to learn anything in this movie, which is a bummer because there's a lot of opportunity for learning, and all of the characters feel like they are smart people in different ways.
0: <laughs> yeah. Um, so, yeah, I would say watch Chasing Amy. <laughs> yeah. Have you seen it, Bronwyn? No. No. Oh, my God. That's We should watch it together. That'd yeah? be fun. Okay. Yeah. Good. Yeah. We okay, will. So we're going to watch it and we're going to see what Branham thinks. So if Bronwyn doesn't like it, and the next episode, she'll be like, ignore Jordane's recommendation. Okay. Yeah. I'll, let everybody, I'll <laughs> let
1: everybody know my thoughts.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What if I was like, this is horrible. <laughs> and it's like, I mean, like, I'm like I'm bisexual so I understand that I only like I only have a half vote. <laughs> so. Wow. Did
1: you just biphobe yourself? Yes, yes I did. I know that biphobe is not a verb, but it felt like it could be in this moment. <laughs> um yeah, I mean, you guys, we love you. That's the thing.
0: Yes, and um, somebody emailed us and asked us what the name of our theme song was, and we haven't we haven't said it for a while. We did it a lot when we first got it, and then we had mentioned in a while. But the song is five eight zero zero eight, and it's by Clutch Douglas. And you can listen to it on Bandcamp. Yeah, you should check them out. They're a great group. They are. They have a lot of. They're good for like if you're working out, if you want to dance, if you want to dance and clean your house, exactly. Just shake that butt. Shake that booty Great booty shaking Make make some
1: toast Shake your butt Brush your hair Shake your butt You know
0: (laughs) All the things (laughs) You know do all the things That like require
1: butt shaking Yeah I mean I think more activities Should require butt shaking But yes I would shake my butt While recording Except that would ruin The quality (laughs) so
0: (laughs) Yes but the band Is Clutch Douglas Once again They're a band from Seattle
1: Yeah And
0: the song is 5800 08 so enjoy that on vacation yes enjoy <laughs> and you know drink
1: water put on the layers now that it's getting cold
0: make sure to moisturize get some moisturizer yes for, it's good don't for your face don't forget sunscreen in the winter clog your pores yes and
1: goodbye bye
0: uh, yeah back it up, back it up let's go this truck Oh uh, yeah, back it up, back it up Uh uh yeah, let's go this truck Maybe tomorrow.